Hey everybody, it's DM Seth here alongside DM Jacob, DM Adam, and DM Connor because we've all done it at least once. Uh, say hi, all in unison, go. Hi! hi. Crushed it, I won. <laughs> yes. I didn't know it was really? a race, I thought it was supposed to be in It is always a race. Still makes me the better DM though out of the other three. <laughs> yeah, I'm over eager as a DM. Yeah, that's the lesson we learned just now. Today, today's intro, I think you're going to like we're playing another game but it's i i i forgot about this i remember this was like huge like five years ago or something it's the will you press the button website Mm. um i love that game website (laughs) it's the best (laughs) honestly better than runescape in the i don't think this is even no it's not yeah runescape was awesome (laughs) i was okay quick runescape i don't know if anybody else did this but i just literally probably years from 10-year-old to, like, 13-year-old Seth, those three years were just blocked out with farming cow hides in that, <laughs> in that past year. And then making the trek to, like, the trade place and then getting the money and going I actually remember back. that. When Seth and I would get home from school, he would he he'd said he had to go tend to his cows. No one ever really knew what he meant. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I tended to them with my, with my mithril armor. It wasn't until I caught him at 2 a.m. one time chugging back <laughs> some milk in the in the kitchen did I really suspect at least something? there's a dairy theme going on with cows and he's really embracing it yeah, <laughs> yeah well at least I had mithril armor um, with, with me it was just neopets all the time basically neopets, from like oh my 10 gosh. to 14 years old just just killing tons of neopets out of neglect I'm, just I'm, like play, I'm gonna try and not kink shame you there uh, Adam I'm gonna hold back. I'm gonna hold I, back I always on had that. the one Neopet, the one that looked like a little griffin, and then I always forget my login information. Find it like five months later and realize it had like died from malnutrition and neglect, and then I just make another one. So I never. There was there was one. definitely a spell in those eyes of those of those Neopets. Hold on, I'm just I'm just gonna log out of Neopets right now because I, I wasn't playing with login information. I've done this like I do this magic trick once every like five years where I deep dive into my brain and pull the one obscure password I have for my adventure quest account, and and, and then I what remember. Is that? Look, werewolves uh, for the win, man. I'm, I know where you're at. I know where you're. You gotta at. be a vampire werewolf. You gotta be both. Um, What's the other? You can be like a dragon everybody slayer. knows that, Connor. You'd be like a drag. There's like a Dragon Slayer quest. Or I hope this is a nostalgia trip for anybody who remembers Adventure Quest. That was awesome. Um, but okay, will you press the button? Let's do this. So it gives you basically two. Uh, it gives you like a thing that's like good, but but it comes with a contingency, and then basically you have to say, would you press this button or would you not? So the button will give you. Uh, you will be truly happy for the rest of your life. You will fulfill your dreams. You'll be beautiful, kind, smart. But people will be able to read your mind. Would you press it? Yeah, I think I would. Do I have to explain? No, I will. Um, with, that, <laughs> with that kind of uh, with that kind of uh, financial freedom and everything, I don't give a flying. Yeah, good point. I don't give a fuck what anyone cares <laughs> about me and my weird. It thoughts. says you'll be truly happy too. Yeah, right. like, so you'll be I don't, kind. I so. don't care at. All what anyone cares about my fantasies. <laughs> oh boy, now I want to know them. No, I, I 100% agree. Like, it's the whole thing is like, you will be truly happy. You will, like, have all of your dreams and be full of success. It's like, okay, I don't care if anybody reads my mind. Like, yeah, I, I gotta throw my chips in on that one too. That makes sense. Easy. Okay. 
Um, okay, next one. Uh, you become world leader with absolute power, but all problems are your responsibility. Nope. <laughs> I no feel like thanks. it would anyways. You're the world leader. <laughs> Is being a world <laughs> yeah. leader a desire for a regular person? <laughs> with no absolute one? power. Power hungry. Think of the power. No one has time for that. Think of all the freaking drumsticks you could just get, like the ice creams. You just <laughs> always have them. Like, you oh, I thought you were talking about like fried chicken. I was like, I'm down for that. More than That's true. Yeah. Well, you have like two <laughs> two desk drawers, one with regular drumsticks and one with ice cream. Just double fisting. Yeah. Morning, day, and if night. If I take if I take a dump on this button question, will that still press it? Oh, uh, <laughs> but none, none <laughs> no! of us can press it. I World don't leader, what are like you doing? This one, Ugh, Jake, you just uh, spilled it all over the table. Oh my gosh, man. Okay, um, so everybody's saying no. That one seems like a pretty clear no. Yeah. Maybe somebody out there. Maybe it's just not for us, us Canadians. I, I just want the illusion of power, and then I just want to live behind a veil. Okay, uh, next one. You can breathe underwater, but you can only eat raw fish. Oh, no thanks. Wait, what's the what's the question? It's you can breathe underwater, but you can only eat raw fish. I mean, I, is that? I don't know. So healthy. I don't. I don't really know if that's worth it. Yeah, like, so what? Go, you're basically no. you're basically a. I mean, this it's a loaded question. It's like you'd be famous for, for, uh, for being like a guy who can hold his breath underwater forever. You'd probably get the military would probably snatch you right up. But I think, yeah. But like, and I think there's a lot of things that people forget about the ocean. Like, it's cold. It's not vacant space. Like, there's sharks in there. But he's not other saying times it's hot. He's not saying you have to live there, right? I think you could probably make enough money off of it just by like being the famous guy who can hold his breath forever. Yeah, but think about it. you're living in the like. If you can go to the ocean and all you can eat is raw fish, you're gonna eat fresh raw fish. And then if you're gonna live on land, you're gonna get everything like a day old. It's not going to compare. You're going to be like, the only thing I can eat is always still. <laughs> I'm still a human. I'm not going to just chow on fish in the ocean. It says all you can eat was raw fish. <laughs> That's the caveat. I don't know if I like fish enough. I know, like, but but like yeah. underwater is like a kind of it, like, yeah, it's handy. Uh, I guess <laughs> it's a cool party trick. Can you have like but, herbs or stuff? Because I just have like salmon tartare all the time. Yeah. Uh, you can have algae. I just have sushi like all the time too. You can't because like, well, that's rice. Yeah, that's rice. You can't eat the rice. Okay, well then like. But you uh, can have like I'll what have some is it? Sashimi. Sashimi? Then. Is it sashimi? Yeah, is sashimi. it like just the flat? Yeah, no. I um, I definitely would pass as well. Not worth it. I don't live near water. It's like a fun like party trick that I'd use maybe once a year. It's not a but it's not a party trick. It's you, you, the, the, you're going to be paid oodles of money to be the guy only guy in existence who can do this. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, but worth to it. what end? To what end? If you can't eat anything you want, it's not life's not. No, worth I it. feel like I would. I would learn to to love raw fish. I, I every I, day. I, yeah, but I mean, it's not a big like. There's so many ways. There's so many different fish out there. You I have. would hate scuba divers. I'd be like, this is my thing. Stop. <laughs> Do you know how much yeah, I gave sure. up for this? Like get everything. out of here. Everything. Everything good. <laughs> I'm I pressing up. the button because I feel like there's more. Upsides and downsides, personally. Yeah, I guess so. You're delusional, dude. Come on. <laughs> I think Adam just doesn't like sushi. <laughs> oh, I love sushi once in a while. Last one here. 
you can eat anything without gaining weight, but you have diarrhea once a week. <laughs> I already lived that life. Oh my god! <laughs> I was gonna say that's me already. Easy, uh, hard, easiest hard press. button press button I've button. ever seen. Yeah. Easy. No, this <laughs> I I wouldn't press this actually. What? What? <laughs> really? Yeah, because but, I think I think there's more to gain from the process because like the process of losing weight for anyone is like a rigorous process that like uh, although it's hard for anyone to lose weight I get that and like it's hard for any type of person but I think that like the mindset you can kind of put yourself into is more worth it at the end than just having like, an easy button on life I guess so because it's just like you're basically just taking you're, like you're not gonna learn anything about calories or dieting or like what you eat Instead, you just could be like, I'm going to have Coke and burgers from McDonald's all day. I feel like but there's a lot more to gain from learning about diet stuff. I think, there's, I think there's a severe downside here that we're not thinking of. Like, you basically besides ne- You could probably never gain weight. You can only lose weight. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and you have diarrhea once a week. You're just, like, flushing your system. Like... I feel like that would be hard to upkeep. Like, like once you go down a pound, you can't go up again. So you, eventually, you're just gonna die. <laughs> I think the spirit. Of the, I think it's like you will stay the weight you press the button. At. I think it's more. Yes, I guess I'm be. like I'm I'm like the the monkey paw version of this, where <laughs> where it's like you're fucked. You're just gonna slowly shrivel. If that's the case, I'll wait until I'm 20 pounds lighter, and then I'll press the button. So I'm going to say, <laughs> hold on to that button for me. I'll be back in you know a few months. Okay. Um, uh, actually, okay, last one real quick, because I press next, and I like it. <laughs> okay, uh, you can run 120 miles per hour, which is crazy, but your feet will fall off by age 40. Ooh, no thanks. No. Yes. All the way, yes. <laughs> no. They'll have hoverboards by then. Yeah, just why? Just kept again. This is like the water question. It's just like you can make so much money off of this skill, and just you'll have so much money that you can just hire, like not hire, but buy prosthetics. At, like when you're Uber 40. eats, more like Uber feats. You just run everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> but as long as you're still happy, because at the end of the day, I keep referencing money being a source of happiness here. But if the, having feet is happiness to you, then you don't press the button. Go for it. I do not. I like feet. My own feet. Um, I see it as like, I could do a lot with this. Prosthetics at 40. <laughs> Prosthetics at 40. Peg legs. Peg feet. That's, that's like the question, <laughs> would you rather be given 500,000 now or 50,000? No. How's it go? Would you rather be given 50,000 50, now or 500,000 in 10 years? And then no whole, feet. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah. This is a very <laughs> similar question. Can you tent? Can you ten x your fifty grand in ten years, or do you rather just wait ten years for the five hundred grand? And it's kind of like what has more value. And for me, feet have more value. So, all right. So I can already hear. Yes, listeners, I can hear you screaming at your radios or whatever you're listening to this on, saying, "Get on with it! Shut up! I like this game." <laughs> oh, um, Sam, be kind to our audience. They no, they listen not anymore. They will listen to anything. I'm turning a leaf. Moonarch's over. New new bad bad man Seth coming. What's the title of uh, this arc, uh, Seth? You, you said the other one was the Moonarch. What's? Give us a hint. Give us a hint. The <laughs> listeners are trying to find it's out. It's called 
Jadu, colon, the first grand treasure clue that you've actually found. No freaking way! <laughs> I knew it was something like that. Oh my god. Whoa. Subtitle, subtitle, season one finally pays off. I'm going to be playing Zippy so differently now. <laughs> Everything's I say, changed. I did buy a new set of dice. I was talking about this on the Discord with our patrons, but... I don't know if anyone's noticed, but Normandy has always had the worst luck. Key moments, rolls natural ones all the time. Meanwhile, Darian and Zippy are rolling natural 20s out there. Wazoo's like 100 times a day. So I bought my first transparent set of dice so that I can really trust the dice. Please roll uh, a d20 right now. Okay, let's see. Hey, 13. Better than average. I'll take <laughs> That's, it. You know, I was really open for a nat one and just... Stop like, it. <laughs> no. Okay. Recap. Last time uh, on the show, uh, we went to uh, to a magical land where basically the gang took ayahuasca together, essentially. They actually took Wanderclap tea that Apophis gave them uh, as they reunited after coming down from the moon. Uh, they took this tea to try and relax per Apophis's instructions, and they went on this weird, basically hallucinatory uh, vision quest where they killed carrot people. Um, they fought a candy man, uh, and they, they had a therapy session and they also saw a graveyard with all their names on gravestones, except Zippy's. Zippy's name was not on any of the gravestones and they saw Peterson. And as they accidentally were like peeling the mask off his face, they saw a skeleton underneath and as the hallucination fell off, a skeleton girl stood before you wearing these kind of suspenders and these big pants. They kind of look like a newsboy from the from the 40s. They have a little newsboy cap, uh, but they have red ginger hair, uh, but they are a complete skeleton. And they were hiding in the Akira bike that they uh, took back from the moon. Uh, Crit hid them in there to take with you. And Robin confessed that they were indeed the one who could sever the connections of tethers. And that's where we're going to start. So, you're in this back storage room. Zippy, you're still staring out the hole in the ship that you made somehow. You don't know how you made it. You thought the fireball you threw in the dream was just that, just a dream thing. But it seems to have gone through to reality. I don't even think you know the fireball spell. (laughs) But... Uh, you are just <laughs> yeah. staring down to the clouds. <laughs> Multi-class? Multi-class, maybe. <laughs> uh, but you're staring down through the clouds. And Norman and Darian, you see Robin just standing there. She's backing up towards the bike, scared. And Apophis is just coming to you, Zippy. And he's like, dude, little dude, are you all right? Uh, yeah, we we just got out of this crazy, crazy cemetery or something, but... Uh, how long were we gone or under what happened to us what did you do to us you you drug you drugged us oh no i didn't drug you you took you you drugged you 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 (laughs) sipped but also (laughs) you sipped but also it was like two hours damn though it was crazy you guys were like wigging out i came to in like 10 minutes because tolerance but uh also you were like making things float things were dancing you were talking to these chairs that you were controlling 
What I can't do that. I'm just a I'm just a druid. I mean, at most, if they were if the chairs are wooden, I could maybe do some <laughs> nature stuff with them or or something. But that's probably it. That seems like a level twenty druid or something. This isn't that wasn't me. It had to be something else. Also, who put this hole in my ship? You did. Hey, hey guys, hold on. Uh, and I'm gonna first thing I'm gonna do is pull Zippy just a little bit away from that giant hole in the Ow! airship. Where are you taking no, no, me? Just, just just get back. That's a long way to fall. Oh uh, yeah, you're right. And, and and who's this? Hello, little one. Uh, what's your name? And I'm gonna get down on one knee, uh, maybe like ten feet away from her, but just get to eye to eye with her. As I said, I'm Robin. A stowaway, most likely. Take her to the brig. Well, h- hold, hold on, hold on. Uh, Robin, we have a common acquaintance. Uh, his name's Crit. Uh, I don't know how you quite know him, but uh, you know, Crit saved my life long ago, and I, and a friend of Crit is a friend of mine. You're safe here with us. He told me that, but you were choking me. You you were attacking me. You were blasting fire. Why? Whoa. You know, a bad trip. Uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> when when people take some, it's called drugs, Robin, and they're they're very bad. Don't um, do drugs. Stay in school. Norman, sh- Norman, should we take you to the brig too? I mean, it might not be big enough. James, what? How big's the brig? You should know. <laughs> Can fit like three people. And you just hear that like yelled down from the top floor. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Norman. Oh, yeah, he's on autopilot right now. Norman and you, other girl. I'm sorry, but we have to take you away. Wait a minute. I'm, I'm co-owner of the ship. I'm not going to the brig. We don't know what you're going to do next, Norman. Zippy, let's slow down for a second. Look, there's there's a lot going on here. Why did Crit send you with us? Why did you stow away on our bike? And you know, let's let's go up. Let's go up. Uh, onto the main deck, so we're not near this hole. James, can you can you work on fixing that? Whoa, whoa, whoa! We we can't sh- bring her up to to see our whole ship and everything. We don't know what her deal is. Look, first off, she's a child. Second, we Crit obviously sent her with us to keep her safe from Serial. And uh, well, even though Serial said that he she was going to protect her. Uh, but but either way, there's a gaping hole in the ship. One foul move, we could trip, we could fall. You know, there's there's no coming back from falling from this high. So I say we just we just get away and go upstairs, and maybe sit down over some tomato soup. I did have some cooking before, probably well seasoned, been simmering, uh, and you know we can just kind of smooth all this all over and just talk it out. Uh, Apophis, could you grab some rope and just kind of uh, string off this hole here? We'll look at trying to repair it later. Uh, yeah, uh, I I totally know how to tie knots. Uh, sure. We, we can also get James on it, because you only have one nah, hand. I'll do, it, I'll do it. James is <laughs> currently flying the ship, but if you have any issues, Apophis, just let us know. It's just a precaution. I think most of us know not to jump off the back of the ship, but I agree with Norman. Apophis, Why don't we go Apophis upstairs? bro code number one, never ask for help. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, doesn't seem like a very good long-term strategy, but I understand. That is how you become the best. I've read it in the Calm Cloud Monastery books. Hell Yeah. Also, going to be super hard to do with one arm, but I'm up for it. Use your <laughs> teeth. You got it. Why don't we, uh, on our way up, just swing by the mess hall and just grab a few snacks? Are you hungry? 
Robin? And Darian kind of looks confused for a second as she's like, a, she's a skeleton, right? Yeah. Yeah. So he's, as he's saying that, he's kind of, he's like, are you hungry, Robin? If, if it's okay, I, I, I just want to stay here with the bike. Crit said, don't leave the bike. And I'm not going to leave the bike. All fine with me. Again, we don't know who she is exactly. Like her spirit, who she is. Her motivations. Well, that's that's true, but I'm not about to leave a child in a with a gaping hole. L- listen, Robert, why don't we at least? What if we bring the bike to a guest bedroom? Uh, used to be where a, a friend of ours named Yogurt used to sleep, and you can stay there, and we, we'll bring your food. You don't have to eat it if you don't want to, but you can get some rest, and you can have the bike with you. And when you are ready to talk with us. You can, and we can get to the bottom of this, and we can try to find crit later, and and cereal, and and anything you want. Um, but but let's wanna, get you. I just want to stay with the bike and stay quiet. That's what crit said. Okay, Darian, w- would you help me bring the bike upstairs? Uh, sure. And uh, Robin, I think this is. It was largely just to, I think, get you with us, and you're here. But if you need some time, uh. Feel free to take it, but I think you'll be better suited in a room that's a little less breezy. Rules are rules. Are rules. Well, I didn't want to say this, but we're, we're celebrities, so you should consider yourself lucky. So, you know, wait, just come upstairs with us. Wait, wait. Rules are rules. What are you? What are you talking about? What rules do you have? I have to stay with the bike, and I have to stay quiet. Now, who told you that? Crit. Well, on our way to the room here, I'll I'll start to. And I kind of like kick up the, I don't know if it's got like a kickstand or something or what for this bike, but I, yeah, it does. whatever it is, I, I kick it up and I start kind of walking the bike uh, out of the, the, the storage room to bring it to Yogurt's former room. And while we're just kind of walking along with it, um, I just ask, Robin, are you able to share how you ended up in this state? You just seem, you just look a little uh, different than the rest of us. She climbs in the back pat, like the back pouch that she was hiding in near the back of the bike, uh, and she climbs back in and like kind of folds in on herself and crumbles in like a pile of bones. Uh, and she, you just hear from inside, just be like, "I said too much. I need to stay quiet. I've already broken the rules." All right. Well, let's uh, let's get you settled in another room then. And I uh, take her to Yogurt's room, and I wheel the bike in, kind of bring it to the side so she could at least use the room if she feels brave enough to come out. I uh, pop down the kickstand and just kind of step back to the door. Okay. Uh, If you need anything, uh, you can talk to Apophis. I think you met him downstairs. or, Or just call for James. He's the ship's butler. He's flying the ship right now, but just if, uh, if you need anything... Just uh, let us know. And you hear nothing come from the bag. Okay. And then uh, Darian just closes the door. Uh, he tur- I turn to uh, both uh, Norman and Zippy, who I'm assuming kind of walked along with us. And I say, guys, I don't know what we're going to do about that, if I'm being completely honest. But maybe we- let's-, let's just step away for a moment. Sweet. Well, it's always good to diversify. Div- diversify our personnel. You know, now we got someone who can clean little small spaces under the. I'm just, the I'm just worrying. I'm just worrying we're being too trusting here. I mean, we don't know exactly what Crit's motives are either, or why Crit would want her to be with us. 
for some other nefarious reason. I just think we should err on the side of caution here. Actually, Zibi, I, I completely agree with you. Like, and and I, I'm going to step away from the door, so assuming Robin doesn't hear us, um, and kind of speaking in a hushed tone. I, well, I appreciate her ability, and it's definitely something of potentially great utility. She's going to be a, a top target for a lot of dangerous people, and we're already heading into some pretty dangerous territory. It's kind of risky to bring something like that, somebody so notorious along with us. And that's why I think we need to kind of be a, yeah, be as nice as we have, but also just not show too much of what we have going on. Things like, you know, our main goal and everything. Or even even select parts of the ship. And she, but she seems fine being where she is. We just don't know who exactly we can trust anymore these days with everything going on. Agreed. Agreed. We know very little about her, and I think until we can find more of that out, we definitely keep her at uh, at arm's length. You know, Darian, maybe you could, uh, you know, put Pepper on her door just to kind of keep an eye on it. You know, not lock it, that would send a very strong message, but maybe if Pepper would just not mind just kicking it around here and, you know, then she can notify us if uh, anything goes awry. I will remind you that Pepper is now Darian's eyes, so it would literally be Darian keeping an eye on her. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, never mind. Forgot about that. I would prefer to keep my eyes in this circumstance. Pepper and I still have some more training to do to make sure I'm not uh, I'm not a liability in combat until we can find a more permanent solution. And you see in the front baby carrier that you have the hawk fox tucked into. Uh, with the little uh, goggles on their head they just look up at you and their like nose hits your chin and they're just like yeah I, I do insist that everyone eats some tomato soup of mine though great I'm assuming no contest I'm assuming everyone <laughs> loves it it's been a while maybe it's uh, have you tried some more ingredients for that recipe last I heard you were missing a few right the key is alcohol lots of it in the tomato soup uh you know, but all we have is red wine right now. So, uh, actually, I think all we have is some of Aesop's whiskey or ale or something like that. But, anyways, I did put some of that in there. And, Seth, I want to roll something to see if this tomato soup is any good. Um, performance check. Oh, baby. Okay, here we go. This is the first roll with these dice. Oh, <laughs> come on. Two plus seven, nine. Uh, uh, guys, don't, spit it out! Don't don't eat this. It's definitely not whiskey. Whatever Aesop's Aesop's whiskey has gone bad. That's what it is. Uh, I, I promise, I'm a better cook than this. Ooh, I take the take the bowls away. You didn't know if you were if the you were confused as to whether it was vodka or red wine or whiskey, so you decided to put all three in. And it, I don't think this can be like like even in the category of soup anymore. <laughs> Uh, not your best batch. This tastes more like a Caesar than it does a tomato soup at this point. Oh, yeah, really bad Caesar, guys. I'm I'm sorry. Let's let's just order in <laughs> pizza or something. Yeah, in the airship. <laughs> Air cockra delivery, please. Yeah. Half hour or it's free is what they say. So. <laughs> Anywhere in home. Um, but okay. Well, I uh, well I appreciate the snacks, uh, Norman. I. Uh, I'm ashamed. I gotta get back to training with Pepper. I just took an unexpected two-hour break. One of the weirdest trips of my life. 
So I think I'm just gonna go, just gonna go practice for a little while. Okay, well then I'm, I'm gonna go get some much needed rest. Uh, Zip, do you want a hand steering the ship, or do you want me to take a turn? You know, you've kind of shown me. No, the ropes. I need to see. I need to see how James has been doing. This is his. This is kind of a test test go for him to see if he can actually help around here or not, or be his useless self. You see, um, there's there's pipes down into the mess hall and every area of the ship really, where there's kind of like speakers so that whoever's at the helm can like speak into, and it's like an intercom system, and you can just hear. Zippy, I've flown the ship probably more than you at this point. Oh yeah, then why's a whole hole in it now? You may. All right. Uh, that's never happened under my watch. Expect holes in your laundry from now on. There already is for my big tail. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> nice ones. Up. Um, As for me, I I know I have a a musical I gotta work on, so I'll I'll be hard at work at that. So please, no one bother bother me. Too real. Uh, <laughs> and you each go your separate ways, and we're gonna time skip. Five years later, what? you're all level 20. Sick! The world is in shambles. <laughs> Ragnarok has come. Um, no, I'm a so week. glad I chose to run 120 miles, but my feet are gone. <laughs> <laughs> How's that fish what? diet? Um, so a week has passed, and um, you all have been you know, doing your own little things. Robin still hasn't even come out of the room. You haven't heard a noise or anything. They've just been staying in their room. Apophis patched up the ship, and I was doing air quotes as I said that. Um, but it seems to be okay for now. Uh, but you're each uh, doing your own thing, and I want to give you each a chance. What, what were you doing over this past week? Ooh. Um, uh, can I start? Sure. Okay, one thing that I will do is I'm actually, unless Darian prefers to be alone, I want to be very intentional about dedicating maybe a, a couple hours a day at least to helping Darian with his sword, like, combat practice. Just because uh, we need him, but also because I think Norman does feel a touch responsible for everything that happened with his eyes and with Draken. And they had a bit of a disagreement up on the moon. So I think he's... He's just showing his commitment to his recovery more than words. I think he just goes and helps him practice his footwork and stuff. Whatever Darian tells him to do, he helps him do. Yeah, Darian, um, he spent most of the the week doing kind of like three different things. One, training with Pepper as his new eyes. Uh, actually, I want to help James patch the ship a little bit. Kind of like an extension of the other thing he's doing is Darian is the primary engineer, actually, of the ship. <laughs> we just haven't done a lot of sh- stuff on the ship in a while, <laughs> if people forgot. Um, so he would have just spent some time just kind of maintaining the ship, uh, making sure everything was functioning properly. And then in between that, yeah, helping Apophis patch that. So hopefully it's a little bit nicer than if Apophis, Apophis had done it alone. Uh, but in the t- free time he had for practicing his training, he would have spent most of it alone. Um, wow. But he definitely would have still uh, welcomed Norman in for just a bit of sparring. Because, um, you know, it's, you can only do so much just actually like on your own training. So he used Norman as kind of like a sparring partner. But during that time, he wasn't uh, super talkative. Cool. I get that. And then 
the the only other thing I would have done with my spare time is I literally would have just uh, taken some time to play some music, basically using basically learning how to use Mage Hand as a as a w- to play my accordion. Basically uh, helps with those. Uh, I thought it was gonna help with those bar chords. Well, that too. Yeah. <laughs> Ukulele, you're trying to work on or something. Basically, every instrument right. I can play, I practice with my Mage Hand if I can. And Seth, if it's okay to do one last thing, um, I want to cast a spell. So every day I want to cast a spell. It's called Guards and Wards. It's my highest level spell. Can I read it real quick? Yeah, go for it. Okay. Um, you create a ward that protects up to... It takes 10 minutes to cast, and it lasts for 24 hours. So I would basically do this every night before bed. You create a ward that protects up to 2,500 square feet of floor space... Um, and you can split that up to multiple floors and stuff like that. The warded area can be blah, blah, blah. You can ward several stories. When you cast a spell, you can specify individuals that are unaffected by any or all of the effects that you choose. You can also specify a password that, when spoken aloud, makes a speaker immune to these effects. Guards and wards creates the following effects within the warded area. Corridors. Fog fills the warded corridors, making them heavily obscured. In addition, at each intersection of branching passages... Offering a choice of direction, there is a 50% chance that a creature other than you will believe it is going in the opposite direction. So a maze, basically. Doors. All doors in the warded area are magically locked, as if sealed by an arcane lock spell. In addition, you can cover up 10 doors with an illusion, uh, and there's mechanics for that, to make them appear as plain sections of wall. Stairs. Webs fill all stairs in warded areas from top to bottom as the web spell. Uh... These strands regrow in 10 minutes if they're burned or torn away while guards and wards last. Other spell effect. You can place your choice of one of the following magical effects within the warded area of the stronghold. Uh, And then there's a couple different things there. And Seth, we can go over this more. We did talk about this a little bit before. But basically dancing lights or magic mouth. Stinking cloud. Basically setting up booby traps. Um... The whole warded area radiates magic. A dispel magic cast on a specific effect, if successful, removes only that one effect. You can create a permanently guarded and warded structure by casting the spell there every day for one year. My intent on this, every time before we go to bed, and everyone on the ship is immune to it, perhaps maybe except Robin, uh, is that if we ever get attacked by Lou Blonger in the dead of night, by surprise or by like space like air pirates or something I want us to be protected because I know that Ohm is getting dangerous with these blue pills and this is basically the most that Norma can do to ensure that the team is safe so basically every t- every night before bed I do this you are placing the word every night and you, you notice that after you start doing this a lot less birds seem to fly overhead from the ship, like or, or around the ship. James is gonna be so glad. So much less cleaning of bird crap all over the place. You're welcome, buddy. Yeah, seriously. Okay, perfect. So you got some security system, and I, I imagine I just I go singing through the through the entire ship and playing music as I do that, just lacing it and activating. Okay. It. All right, Zippy. Ugh, what haven't I done? Am I right? Um, Arts and crafts, pottery. I've been uh, teaching James more about flying the ship better, (laughs) scolding him as I can, but I've been giving him intentional wrong information uh, just to make it so that uh, there's always plausible deniability that uh, one that I gave him, like that 
he'll say I did something, like taught him that way, but I'll be like, no, I didn't, you know, type of thing. I would <laughs> I'll kind of frame the conversations like that, and I'll gaslight him, and then he'll get really angry. <laughs> oh my uh, gosh. And, um, but he doesn't have anyone else but us. Anyways, uh, I, uh, then work on, uh, I'm getting really frustrated with these, uh, dreams and stuff happening. So I'm going to try to center myself more. So I'm doing some, some pill hoppies. It's kind of like Pilates, but like hoppies, like it's it's more like, it's more like, uh, rabbit focused, Uh, a lot of different (laughs) positions you can put yourself in. Um, that that regular people I don't want to say regular people sorry like the lesser people wouldn't be able to do um, uh, and then uh, some carrot juice jitsu um, and uh, I'm, still, I'm still stuck on pahapis honestly that was good uh, on the side again centering myself to better ward off any black balls that may come my way that's kind of where the motivation come from. And then I write some letters. I uh, I write some letters to Mongo, obviously from season one, we kind of keep up. And then I actually write uh, one to my parents, actually. There's like storks that come by. Seth can make something up. Um, <laughs> there isn't. Yeah. They, actually, storks can't come by because of the new ward. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. <laughs> I dropped the letters off into the off the ship, hoping they get there. Um, okay. <laughs> they're they're addressed. Um, <laughs> Just the goodness of people's hearts, man. People will bring them there. Yeah, could uh, you imagine a fisherman? He grabs. He's like, "What's this in the water?" I must deliver. I have, I have to see this to its destination. <laughs> I write to my parents. Hey, mom, pa, how's row forty-two? That one always did give us trouble. I know I haven't written in a while, but you know, you guys were just so hopping mad when I left. But then I scratch out hopping because I know that's kind of like a cuss word on the bramble patch. <laughs> uh, it's kind of like like it's it's basically like 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 I hate you, mom and dad. Um, and uh, I scratch out then put like a smiley face, but you can kind of still see behind the scratches what was said. So uh, it's probably for the best. I've drew, <laughs> I dumped it off the ship. Anyways, the the so the to be person- clear, it says like. Hi, mom and dad. How's row forty-two? That one always did give us trouble. Uh, you sure were smile face mad when I last saw you. Like, like, is that what it says? Yeah, I guess. I guess it did say that. James distracted me. He needed help, so I guess I just sealed it and then sent it off the ship. <laughs> okay. So yeah, I guess it did say exactly that. We'll see how it goes. Uh, but, okay. Okay. But uh, you know, I'm writing this down, right? <laughs> I hope you are. Um. Uh, and yeah, that's kind of how I spent my. Oh, and I, I, I said hi, hey to the guys passing by a couple times. Oh, hey. <laughs> S- still, hey write, that... still writing that letter? Yeah, I mean, wait. Uh, uh... Oh, no. And, <laughs> and then that fuels me more for my jujitsu. <laughs> I'll leave you to it. That I'll never use in the show. <laughs> also, as you guys are traveling. You um, you know uh, that you've been dreaming, or at least Norman and Zippy have been dreaming. And e- each time you dream, you've still just ended up on the Black Sea with the tree in the distance. Nothing's happened, but you always just kind of meditate there. And you can, like, close your eyes and pretend you're not in the dream space when you're in there. But you've seen no Black Ball, nothing. Norman, you've seen no Royce, nothing. And a week goes by. 
you hear James over the intercom. Alright, uh, so Pokerock, was it our destination before we completely follow the boat? Seems as though we'll be there within two hours. This has been your autopilot. Uh, uh, hang up. Good job, James! Good job! But remember, <laughs> say what's on the menu for today. You can't just leave us wanting. We ought to know if, if we gotta... If we... What our macros are and everything. It is, uh... The whiskey, vodka, wine, soup, and... And a, a tartare for, for breakfast. Gross! We've had that every single day! You know, it ages better. It's better refrigerated than fresh. Norman made a huge part of this. And it's 80% alcohol. I don't know how we've survived this week. I th- we should all be blind. No offense, Darian. <laughs> but I think it started to turn more into like a bisque or something. Or maybe that's a film of some substance on top. Gross. Honestly, though, it's a really good lotion. <laughs> I feel like you made something <laughs> awesome, man. Well, you know what? We just need to bottle it, package it. We can get it on Shopify or Etsy. You know, there's a whole bunch of options. We just got to think outside the box. Like, watch my muscle. Ready, ready, ready? I'm watching. Ka-pa. Look, check, check it. Oh, wow. You know what? We need to put that on a photo. We, we, can, we can call it the Kachow stuff or, or something like that. The Kachow. Mm, maybe. Well, you know what? We'll, we'll think on it. We'll brainstorm it. Workshop it. We'll, we'll get to it. Snake, sl- snake slicks. Snake slicks stuff. We'll workshop it. Damn it. <laughs> I almost had it. It was like right there. I saw I saw the alliteration. <laughs> my brain my brain couldn't piece it together. Do you know what? While we're while we're out running errands, you think write write down a list of ten and we're gonna narrow it down to something perfect. Okay, yeah. Apophis and Co. Well no, 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 no. I mean Apophis Adonis cream. No no no. Damn it, I'll get back to you. Oh, I'll get back to you. Okay, okay, cool. You hear a voice booming from under the ship. Randy's still just being, like, dragged with, like, a a rope, and he's just been chilling. He's talked to you guys a little bit throughout. It's like, Gang, what are we doing at, uh, Poke Rock? Darien? What's the plan? We're just making a quick little pit stop. I, uh, I know there's some pretty great master craftsmen here, and I just want to inquire about some opportunities, maybe. Like a job? Are you looking for a job? No, like looking to. Darian, you gotta stay focused. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't join this crew to like to take your position. I'm looking to potentially. Although I would do a good job, I'm looking to potentially commission something, Randy. Oh, I think it's a little too early for you to have your own buster yourself. I mean. I didn't get a statue of me until like way later after I did the whole first Grand Treasure thing. I'm not looking to. That's fu- okay. Anyway, we actually yeah. do have a statue of ourselves in Orem, so <laughs> look, it'll be a pretty quick stop. I, I don't think there's much else for us to look into for the time being, and we gotta get to, gotta get to um, Jadu. So it'll just be a little bit. Did you wait? What did you say? We're getting to. We're going to Jadu, right? Okay, you said it right that time. I thought I thought this was Twinga Part Two. No, I, I refuse <laughs> to say <laughs> that word. That. James, are we landing now? 
I said two hours. Do you think two hours have gone by? Oh, good lord. Okay. I'm gonna go hang out with Pepper. Bye. Okay. And two hours go by, and you can see Pokerok is in view. The giant mountains of Kasseron are in the in, in view as well. Just this huge mountain range. You've been here before, and the city that's built into the mountain. You land and are coming down, and you can see there's a lot of people in the city streets down below. It, it seems like it's way more busy. Uh, and you can see the train tracks and the station that leads and the, the whole railway that leads all the way to Orem in the distance. Um, and you can see no trains are on it or running or anything, but there seems to be a lot of people down below. Um, and you start landing outside, just outside the city city district because, you know, you don't want to land a dragon on top of a city or your airship. And you come down. And the doors open up. And you can see, just a short walk away, is Pokerock. We haven't been here for quite a bit. And that's where we're going to take a break. Hey yo, it's Jacob here from Cheaper by the Dungeon here to do your little mid-roll here. I play Zippy in the main show, as I'm sure you know, and I'm just here to give you a little break for your ears as uh, we move into the second part of our episode. So just relax, get some water, you know, stand up, do some stretches, just think about, you know, the good things that are happening in your life right now. You know, maybe we can make this like a yoga mid-roll or something every time. Just don't tell Seth. This will be our thing whenever I'm doing the mid-roll. But just center yourself and think, how can I support the cheaper dungeon crew? Oh my goodness. This is your chance to skip forward if you want. Um, <laughs> we have a Patreon, Discord, and lots of fun things and ways to connect with you guys. But uh, one way is you can show your appreciation if you want besides listening. And let me tell you, listening is enough. We love hearing you guys talk about the episodes and everything either on forums tiktoks twitter whatever it's uh, all a good time but uh consider looking at our patreon there we have a lot of fun tiers there where you can access the music that goes on uh our show as you can get like specific playlists so you don't have to go find them anywhere or in the episodes you can just uh get them right off of there and download them but also want to give a quick shout out to our highest tier patreon which anyone can join as well but our huge huge supporter here randy who's been supporting us for pretty much a year now uh i believe and thank you randy so much again for being our uh, top tier patreon uh, supporter and uh kudos to you man i hope you uh still enjoy listening to us obviously you do and uh can't thank you enough we also have our discussions by the dungeon there at uh, tier 10, I believe, where, you know, we sit down with each other. Usually it's Adam and someone else. And this past week, and this when this episode releases, actually, it'll be me interviewing Adam, which will be 
pretty fun and interesting, which I hope you guys uh, get into and, and listen to as well. Um, and we do vlogs as well as one of the other tiers, tier 20, I believe, and where you get to see kind of what we're doing in our daily lives. Just, there's tons of ways to connect with us, and we want to connect with you as well. So feel free to, you know, join our Discord as well if you become a Patreon uh, subscriber. And uh, we're on there all the time, and we'd love to hear from you. But again, if that doesn't interest you, there's always other ways to check us out and, and even talk to us, either the TikTok we have that are going right now our youtube shorts as well and we're uploading our our youtube episodes pretty much daily for the next little while uh which might be fun to check out some older episodes and yeah we just you know love to hear from you we've been doing this for a while and uh, we always love seeing new faces and stuff so you know you if you have any questions just just check us out and well i think it's it's time to move on to the next part of the episode sorry if i've been just rambling that's kind of what I do. That's why Zippy is the way he is. Um, <laughs> I'll check you guys out later. Uh, I'm signing off here and hope you enjoy the next part of our of our episode. Bye. And we're back. And the gang is walking into Poker Rock. James has stayed on the ship, but he gave Apophis a list of errands to take with him for, like, shopping just for, like, resources and food so you don't have to eat whiskey soup anymore uh, <laughs> uh, and stuff for the rest of the journey. Uh, surprisingly, uh, Randy is also walking, and he's like, I've been here in years. What? I want to see what's, what's going on. Randy, if you wouldn't mind, uh, could you stick with Apophis for his errands? He hasn't exactly been to Poker Rock before. Have you ever even left Leek's Garden? No. I, I mean... No. I, I mean, I, I, we, I've left now. But the, I, to, to be... To be honest... This is a little... A little intimidation on me, you know? Big, big mountains. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> Well, you've got a giant dragon with you now. Yeah. Uh, c- do you mind uh, growing it out? You mean babysitting? No! No! What? <laughs> no! Growing it out! Rule number two of my bro code. Always bro it out with little bros. This place is really rocky, so make sure you pour more of that, that tomato soup lotion on. It's It's actually been working quite nice, actually, since you mentioned that. Yeah. I'll put it under my tail. It's I'll be smooth sliding. It's kind of hard on these rocks. I'm I'm used to roots and, and dirt, but oh no, you're sliding right now. Oh Whoa! no, this place, this place is sloped. What? <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's sliding back down, and Randy's like, "All right, oh god, okay." Thanks, Randy. Okay. Owe you one, buddy. All right, meet back at the ship in like an hour. You want like a double double latte? We'll pick you up something on the road. Heavy cream, please. We got you. Just a hint of coffee. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Fair enough. It's more like a cup of milk with a shot of espresso. Extra foam. All foam. I just want to feel like I'm eating a bubble bath. Okay, bye, Randy. And you guys leave into town. 
and you can see it's the bustling streets of Poke Rock and, and the giant main way, main street that leads up to these giant steps that leads to the massive door, uh, the massive iron doors in the, in the side of the mountain. Um, but out here in the, in the city place, uh, you see lots of like minecart trailways and, and there's even the minecart rails that go to the very top of the mountain where there's another little outpost. Um, but last time you were here, you noticed, you know, main, main population was dwarves and things, but now you are noticing new population, which is specifically golden guards and folks from Orem, nobles from Orem. Um, guys, I'm worried about my likeness uh, around around here and everything, considering the ammo company and everything. You guys may aren't as famous as me, so um, uh, you're probably okay having your, your faces out in the open. Let's wear sunscreen. Um, but... but you know, it's probably for the best if we all actually cover our faces. We are not on the best of terms with the flock, and I think we're known associates of yours, too, so it's probably just best if we all lay low. It's all just a mess. But uh, I'm going to wear the cloak uh, that Colm gave us. Do you think that'd be fine? Ooh, do you know what? Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna put my hand on Zip's shoulder. You know what, Zip? I don't, I don't know if that's a good idea because the cloaks that Colm gave us were rewards, so they're one of a kind. Like, I think most people from Orm would recognize us in those because they're so trademark. You might want to wear like a traveling cloak you had before or something. We were the heroes of Orem with mass- massive statues in the city, so I think he's got a point. Seth, are these are these plain-looking cloaks, or do they have insignia on them? They have the Greeter's Guild symbol on them. Mm. Um, and they're, like, stitched in. We can't, like, c- take it off or something? I mean, you'd kind of wreck the cloak a bit. Okay. Um, does any... Does anyone have like a disguised self or something? I just we need, or we need to lay low. I I have my own original traveler's cloak from before we got these ones. We can probably I I take a quick glance around. Are there any stalls that have just like you know some clothing, maybe a few cloaks like hanging up or anything like that nearby? Yeah, you see some outdoor vendors. Uh, you can see some are like selling armor. There's a there's a lot of like steel wear and stuff uh chain mail and you do see some like leather workers too so there there is some like hide armor mostly armor not not very many street clothes around well i i can take care of myself and darian i can disguise the both of us but i have nothing to disguise zippy it's okay i have an idea um except are there any like um you know, like there's like street dogs and places and stuff like that. Is there any like mm-hmm. type of animal around that's like would would not you wouldn't want to see a tiger around, obviously, but is that kind of animal sure. type of animals around cats or dogs or something? Um, a common pet in Poker Rock is actually uh, a mole. Yeah. That's cute. <laughs> is there a uh, a little slow for me. <laughs> Considering this place is like, because this place is like, isn't flat, right? It's like mount, it's like steps and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, it's very sloped and it, it goes up. But uh, a, yeah, mole is commonly a pet. It's kind of like you know, it's like having a chihuahua in your bag. Lots of people carry moles around. Are you gonna uh, force me to be a mole? There's no other. A, d- <laughs> a dog would be fine if you want to be a dog. A dog would wouldn't be out of place. Um, yeah. 
I just I don't want to be the mole set. <laughs> it would take me. I wouldn't be able to get there in an hour. Uh, or a cat. You can be a cat or a dog. That's fine. No, I'll just be a dog. Uh, I'm going to wait. What what kind of dog? What what dogs are native to this area? Um, thin coat dogs. because it's hot in here. <laughs> wiener dogs uh, or Great Danes. Oh, sick. Scooby Doo. Um, I'll be like a mangy-looking Great Dane. <laughs> I can't believe weenie dogs are like are like just things that would roam. Well, the fire wiener dog. It's fitting. Exactly. Uh, Great Dane, but mangy. Like I, All right. I just I'm looking for scraps. You're looking for scraps, and you're a, a big Great Dane. But but mangy. I'd yeah, but be. pretty great. Okay, come on. <laughs> I, I pet him. I can't help it. I pet him once. <laughs> and then I just run to to the shop. Uh, Which shop are you running to? The the airship shop. Aesop's. But I, I... Maybe I didn't explicitly tell them, but I give them a wink and I run off. Ooh, I... That wink told me he's going to Aesop's. <laughs> I mean, that's where I was headed anyway, so works for me. Okay, I'm going to split up with you guys, but I'll catch up with you later, Okay. And Darian and Norman, you're not going to disguise yourself or anything? I will. I have, um, I'm going to cast Disguise Self on myself, and I want to look like Chris, the, the guard that Darian and I met right before we met the Red Bandit back in season one. Um, <laughs> so it's just, but still, but wearing commoner clothes. Was it, was his name Chris? It was Chris. I went, I've been going back. I've been doing a deep dive. Oh man, two Chris. All right. Um, oh, is that Okay. No, that's totally fine. This is with a K. Chris with a K, obviously. Yeah, okay. Um, like Christoph, not Christopher. And uh, and I'm going to put my hand on Darren's shoulder, and I'm going to use the Ring of the Grammarian, and instead of Disguise Self, I'm just going to make it Disguise Elf. <laughs> nice. Yes. <laughs> oh, my god. Been waiting okay. for that one. And I'm going to say, well, what do you want to look like? Uh, Just an average person I I'm guess. gonna make him look like an old man you turn into an uh, an old 85 year old man it's like it's like what Darian would look like in 85 years if he aged regularly and not elf like and I make him not green I make him not green okay okay think of it like a, a lizard blending in and I <laughs> I'll, I'll catch up with you later good luck I uh, I was just imagining like Darian's aging 85 years and it's like the same <laughs> just like, oh, oh he okay. looked old yeah. super wrinkly <laughs> oh well I can honestly say I did not see this coming oh, I guess I'll head after Zippy then uh, you sound the same <laughs> I, thought this, I thought this was my idea to come here why am I talking like this I don't understand just go Godfather <laughs> and I leave <laughs> and I had kind of after Zippy going to Aesop's kind of confused but it is what it is you head after Zippy, and as you're running through the streets, yeah, you can see there's a lot of like familiar Orem type people and Orem and Orem Ware joining all the dwarves here, um, which it was never like that before. Uh, and as you're running through the streets, you, Zippy, you're like pounding away and, and moving forward, rushing through the crowds, and you hear a golden guard accidentally gets hit by you as you're rushing through Zippy, and he's like, "Hey, old man, keep a, keep an eye on your dog." <laughs> I'm so sorry. He, I, he fell off his leash. I'm, I'm trying to get him. 
We'll make it happen again. <laughs> and you rush off. And Zippy, you're you're bounding up the stairs, um, and you're like looking around and sniffing around, um, and you enter in through the the giant doors. And Darian, you're following. And beyond the giant doors, you can feel like a wave of heat again. You remember this, that inside the mountain, it's very hot because of the Tatara Forge that's way down deep in the mountain. Um, But inside this great hall that opens up is basically like a farmer's market. It's even more bustling. It's where a lot, you hear lots of like clanging of steel and everything in blacksmiths. There's a lot of metallurgy going on in this area. And this is where you got like the dagger from before the bone dagger made and all that stuff and this is just like a hot spot of people selling their wares and and pop-up forges and and little workshops and stuff just a huge bazaar um but you keep moving past down some back stairs and you remember it's like oh i just got to go down this pathway into the left uh and that's where aesop's uh workshop was and you guys move down into the left and you look down the hallway um and you can see a sign on the door and you guys go up to it and you read it and it says thank you for all the business and all the the doubters I proved you wrong Aesop out I start growling at the door and the note oh man uh and Darian I look around Darian looks around uh See if there's any other stalls or anything nearby where you can try and get some information. Uh, I try and break down the door, too, after after that happens. Darian, you're going to the bazaar area, and, and you ask a nearby person who, who's just selling some, like, breastplates. Down the stairs there, there was a, a gentleman by the name of Aesop who was a great uh, engineer. What happened? Where did Where did he go? Oh, that old kook? Oh, <laughs> well, he left about uh, a month ago or so. Uh, apparently, uh, the uh, airships were, were gaining in notoriety after a gang from Orem was was caught using one, and seems like the outside sources got interested, and they hired him out. Aesop left on, on contract work, and now he's working for them. So he's not in the city anymore. I'm afraid not. Good for us, though. He always was just a weasel. Uh, okay. Um. Oh, that's unfortunate. I just. But I—I want- I, I don't think you'd be interested in airships, right? I, you don't want that. It's overrated. Trust me, the but little weasel. Before you get into your sales- only good metal work is with breastplate armor. Before you get into your sales pitch, you don't need arms. Pitch. You don't need legs. You need your chest. Look, and I—I'm gonna hit the your pound. Chest is what's important. I'm hitting zero. I'm trying to skip to the operator. I'm look, old man. You're gonna die of a heart attack if you're not protecting your chest. Uh, no, I've—I've I've, see, I've got this hawk fox here. It—it uh, protects me from. Or get a little one for him too. Uh, I think he's okay for the time being. Or she, sorry, she's okay for the time being. Quick, one last question for you. And please You're don't really turn not let me sell pitch. you on this. All right, fine. Go. Oh, gosh. Look. Who. Is there a. Uh, I know they're not super common, but is there a master uh, enchanter and uh, some kind of master tinkerer in the city? <laughs> Enchanting? Yeah, right. 
<laughs> There's no place for enchanting in Polkarok. We're all metal and iron and steel. White steel. Who would you say is the best uh, tinkerer in the city? One who works in, in small mechanical objects. It would have to be. Hey, I guess if you're looking for tinkering, you'd have to check two balls. Two? Two balls? Yes. Isn't that an orum? Yes, one of the brothers is. Right. I forgot they were brothers. <clears throat> you said... It's two balls. <laughs> right, it's, um... There's a... Where's the other one? There's another one in the city. Just follow by in the bazaar. He's got a little shop. But, uh... I don't give this information for free, so, uh... Two gold? Uh, how about one? And I flick him one gold. Or a breastplate. Buy one of these. Uh... Actually, a breastplate considered medium or heavy armor? I've got both. I think I'll, uh... I'll pass on the breastplate. But thank you very much for your time. I think I need to go find my dog. Cut to Zippy. Zippy, you're running at the door. Make a strength check. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I get in there. With that great Dane strength. Um, I rolled an 18, and with the dog stats, the great Dane stats, I had a plus one as well in strength. So that is... My calculations are correct, a 19. <laughs> Let me double check. Let me double check on my end with my calculator. Yeah. Um, all right, you go full speed ahead and slam into the door, cracking it open, and you roll and tumble into the room. And it's the giant hangar, the, the workshop. There is no airships in here. You can see there's lots of papers, like, just on the ground of mess. It looks like, not ransacked, but hastily evacuated, maybe. Um, but yeah, you see, like, tools and stuff on the ground. I was hoping it was hastily evacuated. I'm going to use my little canine nose to see if I can get um, <clears throat> a sense of maybe where his workshop, like his main workshop would have been, like like where he would tinker on things and stuff. Because this is just where he would store the ship, right? Is there like a side room or something where he would tinker? There was a room below um, where he would, uh, where, where you saw like brood oils were coming from too, where there was like a bit of an office. But he kind of worked all over the place. There's blueprints everywhere. Let's go to the office. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you sniff down there, and you go below, and you enter in through a, a door near the bottom of the hangar, and you enter into this little corridor space, um, and you can see there's a bookshelf that's tipped over in a giant tunnel hole uh, that was, like, boarded up now, uh, probably where the brood oil is dug out from the first time. Uh, but yeah, you're in this office. Hmm... Uh, anything... I want to investigate this this office here. Then you gotta make an investigation check. That's what I was kind of hoping you'd say when I said the word investigation. I almost said Arcana. <clears throat> then I got a 14. You, uh, sniff around and sniff, sniff, sniff. And you actually pick up a familiar... Scent in the room, and it's from a garbage can. 
Oh, I, I go to the garbage can and knock it over. <laughs> you're like sniffing around and you're going into the garbage can and you find like it's it's like a handkerchief and you're smelling it and then you pick up a scent and it's leading you through out the office it leads you out of the office Darian you come back to the hangar and you can see Zippy is like moving up the stairs he's like walking around in this weird curvy pattern as he's like scouring around the the ground what do you you got a hold of something Zippy can you can you smell something Okay, you howl up, you keep sniffing and sniffing and sniffing and following, um, and then you get to one of these giant, like, tool uh, brackets. It's, it's like this huge shelving system with all these tools, um, and you can see there's, like, his work desk where he was, like, writing blueprints where he showed you for before, and you can smell something. It's, like, underneath or behind this this uh, shelving unit with all these tools that's pushed up against the wall but you can't really move it with your dog face <laughs> I uh, I go go over to the shelf where Zippy is I, I pet the top of his head and go good boy and then I start shoving the shelf over you start sliding the shelf over and <laughs> moving it aside and Zippy you get behind there and you're sniffing and Darian, you can see there's like uh, a pamphlet that's like fallen behind the desk and is behind it now. And you go to grab it and you reach it out. And this is the thing with the scent, Zippy. And you can see it's uh, this package. It's like this pamphlet, this bunch of papers all stapled together. And it says, Ammo of Ohm, a new start. What's inside this package? First steps. Your first steps as a business owner alongside the Ammo Corporation. And it has, like, all the rest of the stuff. And it has a quote, it has a quote on the front of the package, too, that says, What you believe you can achieve. Lou Blonger, Ammo Head CEO. And you can tell this is very familiar, Zippy, because this is the pamphlet that you get when you become, uh, you know, uh, uh, a pill pusher for, for the Ammo Company. This is how they lure you in. <sighs> No, if the if the ammo company's gotten their claws into into Aesop, that means that means we could have a lot of trouble in the sky in a little while. Look, we look. Let's just do what we came here to do, and I think we should get out of here. I don't even know where Norman ended up, but there's a there's another two balls in the city, Zippy, that I just need to quickly stop by. You, I'm so sorry we found this pamphlet, but I'm glad we found it. Do you want to look at anything else before we head to two balls? Is that like a... Is that like a no? Is that like a... <laughs> um, Seth, are there any other trash cans possibly around? I'm just... I'm wondering if there's like a timeline where he may have... Like Aesop may have been working on something experimental for a sparrow or a future sparrow but he got frustrated and he threw it out in the trash something like that or like toss it to the side <laughs> i'll give you an investigation check i uh i see zippy start looking and i'm gonna go oh you think there might be something else and i'm going to assist him with his check yay okay so that was an 
with advantage, that's an 18. I just have zero on pluses. Okay. You're sniffing around. And you're sniffing. And you can follow Aesop's scent. And you find on the floor somewhere this rolled up blueprint. And you start rolling it with your nose and unraveling. And you can see a blueprint and it says it has like notes written on it it says like for the guys potential ideas sparrow version 2 heaven buster oh my god and you can see there's what? lots of schematics there seems to be something for like a large cannon uh there seems to be something for like maneuverability uh and all these wild ideas um there, there seems to be some potential upgrades you could do if you keep this blueprint. Well, I'm glad the two of us checked this hanger. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I grab it and put it in my mouth, and I hand it to Darian. Oh, Zippy, this is a great find. Wow, some of these things look like they could really do some damage. <laughs> Darian, this is immediately piquing your tinkerer interest. You kind of have flashbacks to when you worked on your first switch sword and you can see maybe a little bit of burst of inspiration in your chest as you look at it. Take an inspiration point. Ooh, I will take it. You feel like maybe it's false confidence, but you think maybe if you worked hard enough, you might be able to make or design or improve or finish these plans that Aesop might have had. Okay. Okay, um... Zippy, I think... I think... <laughs> Whimpering Zippy. Z- are you... I think Zippy wants an inspiration point <laughs> for finding it. <laughs> Darren, are you going to pet him? I, I give him a, another pet on the head and say, Good boy! Good boy! Good boy point! <laughs> <laughs> yes! <laughs> um, I want a spin-off series about this, this yeah. pair right here. <laughs> An old elf and his dog. Um, Man, I'm writing that book. <laughs> um, well, Zippy, now, okay. I've got two stops to make then. I, I want to swing by two balls to to commission something that might be might be a little bit beyond me. You know what? Maybe it's not. Let's, um, let's go get some tinkerer's supplies. And uh, we'll still swing by two balls. But uh, maybe I'll do it myself. Let's uh let's head back to the bazaar. Maybe we'll find uh, Norman on the way. To be honest, we didn't actually at- talk about what he was doing before he left, so I have literally no idea where he is. All right. <laughs> Cut to Norman. Wow, that was so sick. Okay, there's a couple things I want to do. Um, first off, I want to find a local bakery and I want to get myself a twelve pack of donuts. Um, you go into a door and it says Poker Rock Pastries. Ooh. It's a little store. And you go in and yeah, you can smell the pastries. Uh, how do they compare to Jezebel's? Uh, they don't seem to be most, they, they seem to be mostly like croissants, uh, and <laughs> croissants and, uh, and other like, you know, flaky pastries uh, there doesn't seem to be very. There doesn't seem to be really donuts or, or like you know more doughy stuff. It's, it's hey, yeah, I can approach things with an open mind. You know, European, some Italian, 
uh, desserts and things like that as well. Oh, great. Hi there. Um, I'm wondering if you have like a, a bit of like a sampler kit, like a combo pack. I'm new to the area. I'd love to get a uh, uh, like an assortment of, of some croissants, maybe chocolate dipped or whatever you'd recommend to a newcomer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I like uh, a lot of pastries, and uh, I would recommend a little assortment. I'm getting horrible flashbacks. <laughs> um, oh, perfect! That's that's great. Um, I like these strawberry croissants, and um. Yeah. Well, I, I don't want just I don't want just one of one thing. And do I see any, by any chance, of any pastries that have that? Um, flavoring that Darien likes a lot of, like that uh, Feywild berry or something. Uh, no, because uh, uh, you don't see any of that. That seemed to be like an exclusive Jezebel Gallard thing because he had the resources. Okay, I'm just got. I have a hankering for something sweet, so I'll I'll get like any kind of assortment pack. I'm not too. Norman's not too picky on it. Okay. Um. Here you go. Uh, this is a raisin. Raisin like little, little, little flake. You know what? I, just a- I, I I will skip the raisin. I have an aversion to those. Long story. Okay. Um, <laughs> little offended, but uh, you know, try everything once. That's what I say. Already did with the raisins. Thank you, though. But the- it's fine. Man, everybody here is really trying to sell you on stuff, and nobody's biting. Nobody! Damn it! Um, okay. Fine, uh, I'll take you... a raisin. You got me, DM. I'll, I'll yeah! take it. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> a, a raisin donut, a pastry, a raisin pastry. You um, take it, and he gives you just an assortment of stuff. Uh, you know, uh, it's like, you know, like passion flake, cream filled strawberry fruits. It's lots of fruits and just flakes and more, like morning pastries, uh, danishes, stuff like that. No donuts, though. Uh, you get them in a little box. And as you're on the way out, there is a little garbage can. Are you going to throw the raisin one out? <laughs> I'm going to keep it for now. You never know. Okay. Um, the next thing I do, and I pay. I don't know how much that is, but I, I pay. It was like one gold. Okay. And I want to look for a tattoo parlor, parlor next. You're looking down the main strip and you see another store sign that says Teflon Tattoos. Okay, I walk in. You walk in. And it seems like, you know, real, like, heavy metal biker gang vibes. Like, lots of just drawings on the walls. And you see, like, a really rough, tough, tattooed orc uh, is sitting next to a chair. And he has, uh, like, his, like, apron up. But his apron is just folded over his head as he's, like, lounging back in the tattoo chair. Like, he's sleeping. And you can just hear him snoring. Um, excuse me. Hi, good morning. Hi. Are, are, are you open for business? I, I hate to wake you. Oh, sure. Uh, don't get me any comfortable. Yes, yeah, see. What, what, what can I do for you? Um, it's a bit of an unusual thing. I'm looking for an, um, an express order, something I could, wondering if I could hopefully get done right now. Um, I, I'm good for it. I have gold, uh, plenty of it. Um, I'm looking for a tattoo right here. I'm, I'm going to show my left wrist. And I'm disguised right now, but I have the spot memorized where I have my tomato soup recipe tattoo. And I know that there's a missing spot for the last ingredient. And I say, I, I'd like a, a symbol here. 
that just says so right there so so I, I can sketch it for you it's it's from a, a language that I, I was taught as a child but it's I think that's the missing ingredient that I, I never had anyways I'd like you to to instead of regular ink I'd like you to use this and I'm gonna pull out a vial of pink level goo that I have Ooh. Uh, kid, I don't know if this is safe to tattoo you with it. Also, it's kind of viscous. That's that's true. You, you do come highly recommended. There was a tattoo ar- artist in uh, Orem, a uh, sketchy goblin fellow, and he said that he was second only to you. Um, I'd hate to have to go back to him and tell him he was wrong. Uh, what do you think? Someone's talking bad about me? I didn't think anybody knew me. What's his name? I, you know what? He he never told me. He, um, bit of an infamous reputation, unfortunately. NPCs from long ago are usually like that. <laughs> you, you know it. <laughs> I'll, I'll go back and listen, and I'll know next time. Sure, kid. Oh, oh, sh- oh shoot this on your arm. I, all right. I, I might need to boil it first to get it liquidy. Okay. Don't don't uh, you know break down the compounds of it. Just warm it up a little bit. He starts working and like melting in a little pot, and then he like fills his little tattoo needle, and he starts and tapping really quickly into your skin. It's not like a tattoo gun; it's more like just really quick. He has like a needle with the tip uh, colored, and he just like and starts moving his wrist really quickly and stabbing into your wrist. And it says "soul" in this pink goo, like Wesleyan, uh, the Wesleyan symbol for soul is what I'm hoping for. He puts in the symbol for soul. Finally have that. I just say it more to myself. Finally have that. Missing ingredient, I think. Thank you. How, how much do I owe you? It looks, it looks great. Uh, 100 gold. Perfect. And I pay him. All right. And then the there's a couple other things I want to do, but just to keep it short, because I know that Darren and uh, Zippy are looking for me, I just want to go buy... A set of commoners' clothes, like travelers' commoners' clothes, that look totally normal. That'll be like five gold. Okay, boom, I buy it. And as you're walking through the streets doing your shopping, please make a perception check. Okay. Uh, twelve plus four, sixteen. You over here some people in the area talking. You overhear some golden guards and some Orem people being like, was that them? Was that the airship? Could have been another one, but... Oh, man, if it's them. We came all the way from Orem to Pokerok. We have to stay here. We can't go back there. It's crazy, and those guys are nothing but trouble if it's it's the heroes. Oh, God. And you hear guards talking amongst themselves and like, heads up, keep it on the low, but we might have to fight. We'll see. Just stay on guard. We don't know what the, those people are doing and how many blue pills they have on them. Mm. Okay, I, I take a mental note of that. And Seth, if I can flavor it, if Darren and Zippy are looking for me, I'd like to think that they find me when I'm about to catch a train to Tutara's Forge. Uh, okay. Because that's, that's the last thing I'd want to do, but I don't think I have time to do it. Sure. Uh, you're 
walking to Tatar's Forge and along the way you're heading in the mountain and you see uh, Zippy and uh, Darian walking out uh, back to the bazaar area and you guys intercept. Hey, D- Darian. Uh, great, great. I mean, <clears throat> excuse me, old man. Uh, hello. Uh, I'm looking for directions. Could you help me? It's me, Norman. I'm sorry, have we met? No, I'm looking for directions to Tatara's Forge. I was wondering if you and your great Dane happen to know where it is? Oh, uh... Well, it's around here somewhere. I can't quite remember. What is this? Oh, I didn't even realize this dog was with me. I'm just... Look, I'm sorry. I'm just yanking your chain. I just... It's fine. Look, um... I don't actually remember how to get there, but I don't know if we should be spending much more time here. Norman, I... Aesop's, uh, Aesop's gone. I think he got recruited by the ammo company. Do you know what? Uh, I have some things to, information to tell you guys too, but long story short, I don't, I think you're right. I, I don't think it's prudent to stay here much longer. They're, basically, people are looking for us right now because they recognize our ship. Yeah. We, ne- we need to go. We need to find Apophis and go. Okay, I just need to make one more... One more quick stop. I just want to grab some mechanical supplies. We we have some... You didn't do it off screen? We gotta go. <laughs> we didn't get a chance. We were visiting Aesop. Look, let's just... Let's ask the DM. DM, did they do it off screen? <laughs> yes. Okay. Oh, but look, you got it right there. Um, but I'm assuming we haven't stopped by two balls yet, right? Not yet, but you have gotten some tools uh, for, that you were looking into, and that would have cost you about 80 gold. You know what, you're right. We we got the mechanical supplies we need for some of these schematics and a little side project. Uh, look, I don't... We never gave uh, Apophis a, a, a rocky-walkie, a rocky-talkie, and you know, we can probably spot Randy just outside. Let's, let's jump out and see. And, uh... I start to make my way outside of the mountain. You move fast for an old man. (laughs) You all head out, and you can see easily out in the area, uh, Randy in one district uh, of the the town outside, and you can see he's kind of like blowing fire in the air, like lightly, like a little party trick, and you can hear a lot of cheers and applauds. um, (laughs) As you just see, like, Randy's entertaining probably a crowd, very bard style. Oh, my thunder a bit there. <laughs> Alright, let's, uh... It's not exactly, uh, subtle. Um, as we make our way closer, do we see Apophis nearby? Uh, yeah, you can see Apophis is near Randy. Uh, and he has just all these bags of, like, food and supplies, and, like, he's pushing a crate as well. Okay, I, uh, I step up next to Apophis, and... Uh, I say, Oh, hello, uh, one-armed sir, how are you today? Uh, pretty chill, old dude. <laughs> what's, what's your beef? And I, uh, was just wondering if you wanted to, uh, take a trip with me. <laughs> you got the Wonder Club? You know it. <laughs> dude, alright, alright, old man, I'm game. I didn't know they had that out here. This is already starting to feel like home. Yeah, how about you, uh... Grab your big dragon friend here and meet us at the airship outside of the city. Wink, wink. How'd you know? You okay, old man? How'd you, how'd you know that? Look, I... It 
just meet us at the airship outside of the city, okay, Apophis? Yo, what a coincidence. I was literally heading back there, like, right now. I actually live there. Very convenient. Just make sure you bring your dragon friend now. Okay, dude. I get it. I get I get the drive, but he puts his he puts his one arm on your shoulder. It's just like, dude, maybe you shouldn't, because you're this antsy to get it. Like <laughs> A little too eager. Yeah. Like get, I get it. I get it. I in my youth, I was always chasing the teeth. <laughs> now I just do it recreationally. I'm totally in control. Sure. Uh, look, I didn't ask for life advice. I just asked to take a trip. Now let's, uh, let's, let's go. Yeah, okay. And you can see Randy's, like, performing for, like, these kids and these people, and they're all clapping as he's like, yeah, check it out. Wait, ready, ready? Ooh, dragon fire. And then Apophis like, dude, this guy wants to, uh, do drugs. <laughs> and you hear the crowd, and you hear the crowd just go, <gasps> no. He's like, uh, uh. <laughs> There's been a severe misunderstanding. That is not what I asked for. He meant hugs. All right, bring it in, everybody. Nice meeting you all. And Randy bends down and gives everybody a group hug down there. And then he gives stuff. He's like, all right. Um, Norman and Zippy, is there any last things you want to do here? Uh, I do, I'm not really. I, I, no, I don't really have much attachment to this place other than Aesop. So, I mean, there is... There is a course I could take to further get my <laughs> progress towards the doctorate of lockpicking lawyer. Um, kind of more of like a practicing residence type situation right now. Um, but that can that can be like a season five thing. <laughs> season okay. five. <laughs> okay. Um, and Norman? Um, man, Norman's feeling really chagrined because he was really looking forward to going to Tartarus Forge. Uh, he's probably regretting getting those donuts, but he uh, he recognizes that there is no time. He has to be judicious, so he's going to tighten his grip on the donut box and, alright, let, let's go. Alright. By the way, do you guys want a, do you guys want a donut? Do you have any prune flavored? I, uh, well, I got something similar. It's a raisin. I'll pass. Oh, yeah, I, I totally get that. Zip, little doggy, do you want a uh, pastry? Okay, here. Uh, no chocolate. As you do that bark, and you're feeding him the pastry, you hear a voice from the crowd go, Hey! Hey, doggy! Oh, no. You hear squeaking up, running. Your bark sounds really familiar! And you can see it's Bradley. Oh, my gosh. <gasps> what are the odds? Zippy, is that you? Your voice, your your dog voice is, is like one to one. I start growling. <laughs> Zippy, Zippy, if it's you, please. Seriously, I, I need your help. Marley and Paige, I don't know where they went. I had to come here. I don't know if they're safe in Orem. What? Uh, dog, I, listen, I run, if you're I, Zippy. I, I run over and grab him by the collar of his wetsuit and I drag him over to an alley. <laughs> it's a horrific scene. I, uh, I follow behind. Same. I, I tell Randy and Apophis, well, hi, it's me. No, we're going to meet you at the airship. We'll be right there. 
The crowd, some of the crowd is concerned because they just saw a little boy get dragged away by this massive dog. It's fine. They're just, they're just playing. He's, he's, uh, he's very friendly. He wouldn't, he wouldn't hurt a fly. (laughs) (laughs) And you see an old dwarf, like, just chuckle and be like, that reminds me of my dog when I'm growing up. That's why I don't have this bald spot on my head. They rip my scalp. (laughs) Love that dog. Okay, great story. See you later. And you go into an alley, and Bradley's like, "Ah!" and you push him up against the wall. (laughs) I dropped this guy's self. Bradley, it's us. Huh? What is you? For a second, I thought I was crazy, and I just heard somebody who sounded a lot like Zippy. No, no, this is Zip. It's me, and and this old man is actually Darren. He's just in disguise right now. I also dropped disguise self. Disguise elf? Disguise elf. And then, uh, just while we're standing here, quickly switched my traveler's cloak to you. What's wrong with Paige and Marley? What do you mean you lost them? Well, I, I don't know if they're okay. I, I tried to find them before I came here, but there wasn't any time. Worm's, like, real bad. Why? Well, there's, like, this. people are going nuts. It's, like, a huge divide. Some people are cheering for the pill. Some people want this ammo pill. And the whole slums area, the, the lower class of Orem is all taking it in. And, and then Colm doesn't know what to do. People are getting overrun. The Golden Guards are trying to keep them in check. And, and they're outlawing the pill. It's nuts. I'm going to turn to the others. And I'm going to say, while I was walking around, I heard soldiers, golden soldiers. They were talking about how they thought that we were involved in the ammo company. And that they would have to fight us to protect this place. Well, that's the thing. Zippy, everybody's, like, looking for you, too. And you guys. They say you're enemies, but obviously I don't believe that. Because, like, you guys help Marley and Paige, and you guys can't be all bad. No, just one of us. <laughs> just kidding. Oh. <laughs> Bradley, look, that wasn't us in the city. We haven't been to Orum in, I don't know, weeks? There's no way that could have been us. I know, but... All the pamphlets, all the things, most of them have Zippy's face on them. And everybody's taking this bullet. Even I got offered one as I was leaving by these freaking salesmen. Look, when you when you were there, did you did you see Gallard and, and Jesse at all when you were there? Or were they... My parents and most of the nobles were trying to dip, right? Like, for their safety. Because everybody was wanting to rise up and overthrow the crown and take home out. Because they're like... Why do we need somebody from the bloodline, from the three three original greeters, to, to be the king? They're like, this isn't fair. They want to be king. So I, I ran and I went to go find Marley and Paige and Gallard and Jesse. But they left. The, the, the donut shop was already gone. It was already empty. I'm going to put my hand on Darian's shoulder and I'm going to say, Darian, Gallard and Jezebel are resourceful, intelligent, cunning, and powerful. You... You don't have to worry about them. They're, they're going to be fine. In fact, I would almost wager that Marley and Paige are with them in the Feywild if I know Gallard at all. But we, we need to figure out what we're going to do, but either way, we have to get out of here. Bradley, do you want to come with us? Yeah, but if I can, uh, just don't tell my parents. Well, are they here? I mean, yeah, but not here, here. With, they're, like, a few, they're doing some shopping. I don't know if that would look good on us to kidnap you. 
Look, if people already have a negative perception of us, I'm sorry, I'm not abducting a child. I appreciate- It's not abducting if I willingly go! That's- no one else is gonna see it that way, I guarantee it. Look, Listen, I appreciate I Bradley. Let, I can't sleep at night if Paige is in danger. I can't. I've been losing my mind. Bradley, I appreciate your heart. But we can't take you. I'm sorry. Zippy, please. <laughs> and I just... I, I turn my dog face away. Seth, do I recognize like in Orem there is obviously a, di- a huge dichotomy between the lower class and the upper class there was no middle class that probably gave the blue pill an opportunity to kind of plant itself can I tell if Pokerock is a little more resistant to that because it's more of like a middle class I'm basically trying to decide if Bradley would be safe here at all from what you've gathered from hearing from the Golden Guards uh, they seem to be adverse towards the blue pill so it seems like probably a lot of the security uh, is uh, like against the blue pill here, and the pro- like people, basically refugees from Orem, have come here to escape it. Bradley, you'll be safe here with you and your family. You have to trust us. We're we're the pros. We're gonna go find Paige and Marley, and we're gonna make sure they're safe. Are uh, you really, or are you gonna leave for like a month again? I died last time, okay? So there was a small hiccup in the plans, but now I'm back, right as rain, and I go, we all got some secrets up, uh, some some secret weapons up our sleeves, and I'm going to get down on one knee. Bradley, you can trust us. We won't rest, except for some occasional short rest and long rest. We won't rest until they're safe. You have my word on that. Guys, please. I feel so useless. And I'm down to my last wetsuit. They don't even make those here! Frig, Brad, you're making this hard. The answer is no. It's not safe where we're going, and it's safer for you here. I understand how you feel, Bradley. Look, we've all... We've all been young. Are you guys guys seriously doing this to me? I don't want to hear this! You know it's right! Taking a young boy away from his family in the midst of a crisis is not right, and I won't... Do it. You're safe here with your family. We will take care of it. Why, you've seen us accomplish great things before. Why are you doubting us now? Because I don't know if you're focused on it. I don't... Uh, you guys are stupid! And he pushes away and he runs out the alley. Damn it. Look, let's just get out of here. We gotta go. All right. I wish we could have given him something to put his mind at ease. And I stand up. It's not easy making the hard decisions. I do a little dog dance to try and cheer everyone up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, but look at this boy. Oh, hey, puppy. Hi. I want to be your lady, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Darian, because he's got his original kind of like traveler's cloak on, he just kind of pulls up the hood over his head and says, All right, come on. We got to get moving. Let's go. The alleyway is just on the outskirts of the town, and it leads into the forest nearby. That is where you parked your airship so you can sneak out without having to disguise yourself again. You get to the airship, and Randy and Apophis are there. And Apophis is just saying, Oh, guys! Hey! Sick! Uh, before we go, I'm just waiting for some old dude. I, I got a thing I got to do. That was me, Apophis. Get on the ship. What? I was the old dude. 
did I already drink the tea? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, whoa, okay. And you guys get on the ship, and Randy asks you guys, Get everything you need? Almost. All right. Enough to do for now. Next stop, Jadu. Say it, Darian. Jadu. Hey, there we go. All right. Let's go. You guys all bored, loading your stuff on. Randy ties his rope to the hull of the ship. Uh, Zippy, you go up to the captain's quarters and grab the reins from James, who's like, Finally, you left autopilot on for like a week. You didn't even give me a break. You're complaining. Try cleaning yourself all in your private parts with your tongue. It's not fun. (laughs) What? You need context for all these things, James. That's why you're such shit when you're in the the ship all the time. Okay, I'm going to bed. Bye. And you, Zippy, are holding the wheel. You pull the lever. The airbags on the side start inflating as the wind elemental starts swirling. And you start flying off from the Poker Rock Mountains. And you're holding the paper boat bowl that's near the wheel and you can see he's pointing like north uh, northwest um, and now it's more like west northwest a little bit of a sharper turn because you want to bit off the beaten path to get to poke rock but it's heading towards the ocean and as you're flying you fly over into the clouds you can see below zippy too that you do fly over the bramble patch because it's pretty close to Pokerock. You can see it through the clouds. But of course you don't land. You keep going. Maybe you should have dropped some... Do you want to drop any mail there? Do you want to drop it down from there? I already dropped it. I'm just hoping it reaches them. <laughs> yeah, you dropped it like three days early. <laughs> All right. I assume good. it has. Um, All right. Darian kind of pops in to see Zippy after we've been flying for a few minutes and says, uh, Zippy, you don't... I just have a quick question for you. Do you have a minute? Uh, yeah, I mean, this thing's more or less autopilot. I turn around. What do you need? And the thing's, the, the ship starts tilting. <laughs> <laughs> you don't happen to have any magical capabilities of sending messages over long distance, right? Oh, Darian. If I could, I wouldn't write them. Yeah. <laughs> But I think I can. Really? I mean, I can't necessarily send messages, but I can peep on people, if that's what you mean. Right, you you can scry. That we've, I think we've done that before, right? Once or twice. Do you think you could maybe scry on Gallard, and maybe we can get an idea of the situation? Maybe he's still with Jesse and Marley and Paige? Look, I, I know... We need to keep focus on this grand treasure, and but I'm still worried about them, and I just want to make sure they're they're all right. And if they're all right, it's fine. We'll keep going. Yeah, I mean, I guess I can do that as long as I get a good nap after to restore kind of my energy. Well, I think we got a couple of days of travel either way. If you want, I can I can hold the wheel for a minute here while you uh, perform your your ritual. All I'm saying is if between me doing this and between me hitting my head on that pillow, well, 
there better not be a giant monster hitting our ship in the air because we haven't fought something in a while. So it would make a lot of sense. Yeah, good point. Well, but <laughs> there's no God watching over us making decisions willy nilly. So, yeah, <laughs> of course I'll do it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? I don't know. Kind of God, sounded, David? Kind of sounded like laughing. All right, here, let me take the wheel. Who are you going to scry? Yeah, I'll scry. Which one? Jesse, Gallard, Paige, Marley, or one of them? I'll scry on Gallard, I guess, because I think Darian would be more interested in where he is than Jesse, in case one of them is dead. Okay. Um, <laughs> keep it steady, Darian. Um, With scrying, you can see and hear a particular creature you choose that is on the same plane of existence as you. Oh. But... It has to make a wisdom saving throw. The target. Because they don't know. It, 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 like, if, if the target knows you're casting the spell, it can fail. But it doesn't, it, like, it doesn't know. And I believe I have to beat... His spell save DC, right? Your spell save DC. So what's your spell save DC? It probably won't matter because I got a 12. Which, with his adds, plus his minus 5, it's, it's going to be lower. Okay, it works. Congratulations, Zippy. You see, with your eyes closed, it's it's kind of like a fisheye lens. You can see a location. It's like you're looking over the entire continent of uh, of Ohm that you're on, and it starts zooming in like you're loading in the GTA Five, <laughs> and and you're going down and down and down, and it's a place. Southwest of Orem. And it's going down, down, down. And it's in the woods. And then you see a smokestack, like a fire. And it's going towards the fire. And then you can see several little houses, little cabins. And you can see Gallard looking just like dead inside and just massively annoyed wearing a weird little neckerchief like scarf thing around his uh, neck with his button up beige uh, shirt tucked into these like shorts kind of looks like a a little camp counselor oh my and you can see he's like holding hands and doing like a kumbaya thing and you can see on his shirt over his chest, there's a, a, a little stitching that says Camp Wanawam no! Counselor. This doesn't make any sense. Um, maybe I, maybe I remembered the wrong person when doing this. What did, what did you see? Um, can I like talk to him, Darian, while I'm still seeing things? Yep. Uh, he's like wearing some stupid outfit. Um, he looks pissed as hell. Um, if I had to make a comparison, he looks like a mailman. I don't know. What? A little <laughs> napkin around his neck. What? For for reasons that are confusing to me. Do you see any text? Anything written around that you can read to maybe get a better idea? It's like a log cabin or something. A fire. And like peop- 
people I think I can hear around. It all sounds like a cheery environment, but he's not having any of it. You can hear them all chanting too, because you can kind of hear, and they're like, Do you want a womp? I want a womp! Come on down to Camp Wanna Womp! And you can see there's somebody holding, like, you can uh, see there's like two people that aren't Marley and Paige, like, holding his hands. He's, you can only see him now, but it looks like he's a part of this larger circle, but you kind of get like a front, front camera view of him. And there's a girl with like braces that's holding one of his hands, and he's like, you remind me of someone I really liked a long time ago. <laughs> no. And Gallard just looks down and is like, Aurora. <sighs> they might be savages, Darian. I can't be sure. Uh, they, one of them, one of them can hardly speak English. There's something like marbles in her mouth. Marbles in her mouth. Is there, uh, did they say anything about something? They they constantly chant what they're gonna do to him or something. What are they chanting? They're gonna. I I don't know. It's an orum term or something. They're gonna womp him. Oh do god! They, wait, whatever that could on. be. Do they want to womp him? They want to womp him. <laughs> <laughs> no. They've made it somehow to Camp Wanna Womp. <laughs> oh god, that sounds terrible. Should we move? Should we move the ship or something? Well, I I mean, I haven't been there in a long time. I. That was some of the first people I encountered when I came to this plane. I, it seemed like there, there may have been something nefarious going on there, but I wasn't sure. And maybe that's maybe they're just hiding in, hiding in secret. Maybe they brought the girls to Camp Wanawamp to to keep them safe for now. I, I'm just glad to know he's alive and at least an idea of where he is. Yeah, I mean, I I'll take your word for it. Otherwise, this this. I guess it's one of those things you just have to have experienced, because this looks whack as hell. Yeah, it's, uh, definitely quirky, to say the least. I... Can I shut my eyes now? Yeah, like, unless unless you can see anything else, but I think if it's... That's pretty much it, I think we're okay. It's horrible. Uh, yeah, I shut my eyes. Well, there's no way he'd be there just by himself, so I think we can assume that... Everybody else is probably at least okay. Glad to hear they made it out of the city, but... Look, maybe this is a conversation we have with Norman as well, but... How do you feel about Orum? Hold on, let's... Start if I grab Norman really quick. I feel like this is a conversation for the three of us. I mean, I guess. I mean, I'm just here. It's driving the ship. All right, um... Darian just quickly steps out, looks around for for Norman just to kind of pull him in really quick. I'm trying on my new commoner clothes. Oh, Darian, <laughs> hi. Knock first. Can I, can I help you? Sorry, uh, Zippy and I are just talking about our current situation. Do you think you could hold on? Us? First, first, what, what looks better, the the white shirt or uh, more like a like a tan, like a dark brown? What, what do you think? I'm holding each up. Uh. The white seems a little ceremonial, so if you want a little more common casual, I'd go with the, the tan brown. Okay, and I'll, I'll roll up the sleeves, make them look like a hard worker. Okay, sorry, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll be right there. I join them. Okay. Uh, Norman, to bring you up to speed, we did some scrying and we saw that Gallard and, and we're assuming the girls are safe at Camp Wanawamp. What's that place? Sounds awful. <laughs> 
I've, we've talked about it before. It's the camp I I first encountered when I came to this plane. I can fill you in on more of the details later. Go listen to Prologue Episode 1. Uh, or no, Episode 2. Prologue 2. Um, so I think they're safe, but but there is the matter of Orum still being in chaos. Well, first, did we see Marley and Paige in that scry, or is it just Gallad? Um, no, but there's no way that Gallad would be there on his own volition. It's, uh, having been there myself. So you think he's there to keep them safe, perhaps? I think so. I think it's, uh, it's their way of hiding on the outskirts of the city, probably while this chaos is taking place, so. You can tell you both come from the, are cut from the same cloth, both cunning, smart. Listen, I guess the the only thing we need to decide now is if we want to help Comb, or if we want to pursue our own interests. What do you think, Zippy? Oh, it sounds like everything's going bottoms up, regardless of who will help or, or what we do. I, f- I feel like we have to trust the people who've impacted us and who, who we've impacted as well. And this may sound a little selfish, but I think, I think we just have to keep pressing forward and and deal with the animal company ourselves that regardless of of what happens we're gonna run into them and it seems like we're on a trajectory where we're gonna intersect with them regardless we just in my opinion just have to figure out this piano key thing once and for all and and stop the animal company in the process of finding power maybe through the grand treasure or along the way you know, I I have to agree with you. I think that with... I, I think it's only too likely that if we go to help Comb, we'll just get trapped ourselves. I think it's very possible Lu Blong is waiting for us there, knowing that it's likely we'll go try to help Comb. So I think maybe we need to go equip ourselves with the power of this grand treasure, and, and then maybe armed with that, then we can make a difference. I agree. We're no more powerful than the last time we bumped into Lou. And... Look. Combs the king. You gotta have some kind of confidence in his ability to take care of the situation. We can't always be there to clean up all of his messes. And... Even if we were there, I don't think we could truly help anyway. So... I agree. Let's just push on to Jadu... Gallard, and we're assuming the girls are safe with him. So, I don't think there's really anything else to stop for. I can't save everyone. Wow, I never knew that. It would get this challenging to do the right thing. But I, I think we can do it, guys. Agreed. It'll make a cool story for when we finally get that bar episode. <laughs> <laughs> When we recruit and, more people. <laughs> <laughs> Why? What else are bars for? Yeah, true. <laughs> it's the only use of a tavern. Yeah. You guys. And, yeah, James wakes up and he's like, Why are you guys doing another teammate thing? You guys do that like every time. Jeez. Uh, 
Every time you're all like three standing in a triangle formation, you always start putting your hands over each other. I think this is a different tone, though, James, because you know we're considerably few. The stakes are higher, and our okay, reload. Good. Good. I, last last thing I need to wake up to is one of these. Damn it! Everything's fine. It's not fine. Jeez. Look, I think I'm gonna pass on that one for the time being. I think I'm just gonna go sit with my own thoughts for a little while. I'll, uh, I'll talk to you guys later. And Darian just kind of walks out. Well, James, we we need a third. <laughs> I am not. <laughs> I put my hand up. I put my hand up. I'm not, I'm not touching, touching anyone's hand. I'm already touching his hand. Hey! <laughs> I put my he hand made, up. There, there, done. Too. Okay, bye. And hours and days fly by as you're following paper boat over the continent of Ohm and now into the wide open ocean trying to find the floating magic city of Jadu. And that's where we're going to end the episode. <laughs>